You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. All right, everyone, we're back again with the next episode of the Ice Cold Takes podcast. On today's episode, we'll go over the Panarin situation, Kako Miller being on the COVID list, and the Rangers' 6-2 victory over the Boston Bruins on Friday night. So let's start with the most notable news this past week. Artemi Panarin takes a leave of absence from the Rangers amid allegations that he beat some girl in 2011. This is... Beat this some is not girl. your Channel 3 No Witness News Report. This is your Ice Cold Takes Facts Only Station. You can spit facts. Facts only. Only facts. So what do you think, Kiriakos? Did he do it? <laughs> okay, well, if the Rangers come out with a statement, that's that kind of – it was just so out there. Like, they were just like, he vehemently – declines any allegations like they wouldn't put something out there like that that it, unless they knew like he didn't actually do it you know what i mean like the rangers wouldn't put out something that kind of uh one-sided uh if they knew that there might be a chance that he did do something but um i mean you look at all the signs and they kind of point towards like this is just a fabricated story that came out of literally nowhere uh you talk to his old coach. Well, his old coach is the one that came out with the story, who's been notorious in the past for um, fabricating stuff. Andre Nazarov of the KHL. Um, and you talk to his old teammates. They say they remember that night and they don't remember anything um, in terms of beating up um, some 18-year-old uh, woman. Uh, so, I mean, all the signs are pointing to he, he didn't do it, but it leads you to believe, like, if, if this story is so fabricated and, and it just came out of nowhere, um, why is he taking his leave of absence? Like, if, if there's nothing to it, then why are you taking a leave of absence? It's, you know, maybe, maybe something's, like, with his family. Like, maybe they're after his family, too. Well, yeah. I mean, he's been vocal about his support for that that guy. What's his name? I can't pronounce it. Alexei Navalny. I think. Yeah. Okay. So he he's the opposition to Putin, um, and he's been vocal in his support. Toward, Panarin's been vocal in his support towards him. So I guess that Putin administration is not taking it nicely, uh, because probably the most popular hockey player in all of Russia, apart from Ovechkin, um, is supporting his opposition. You know what I mean? So, uh, I don't know. I, I, I can see, obviously, I think he's trying to protect his family right now because he definitely still has family still in Russia. But I don't know. It's just like if it just came out of nowhere, why, like, why are you taking a leave of absence? Like, does it 
I mean, I guess I'm being insensitive. Like, take care of your family, of course. Like, right. first off, like, take the time you need to take care of your family. You know what I mean? I get so, what you're saying, too. Like, you know, if he's got nothing to hide, like, why is he? Yeah, exactly. Like, why are you running if you have nothing to hide? But, okay, so, all right. So, there's an article from Vice. Can't believe it. Vice actually wrote an article about Panera. No, I'm this is crazy. Uh, if the assault allegation against New York Rangers star Temi Panarin was aimed at kicking up a public storm against a potentially outspoken 29-year-old winger on the home front, where public criticism of the Kremlin is discouraged, it appears to have failed. As the Rangers rushed to Panarin's defense, calling it intimidation tactic and a fabricated story, much of the Russian sports world also reacted with varying degrees of wariness to a claim by his former hockey coach, Andrei Nazarov, that Panarin assaulted an 18-year-old woman in Latvia in 2011. Virtually no evidence has emerged to back up his allegation, and Latvian police said they have no report of the alleged incident. Yeah, if there's no evidence in here that was filed, then I don't think the Rangers and Panarin have anything to worry about. I think he's clean. Uh, I I have no I, I have no idea what these people were thinking of what what they thought would get they get out of it i guess they'd want to scare him off the rangers uh i think panarin's coming back i don't think yeah he's... yeah no i mean they i don't know scare tactics i don't know what they're trying to do what they're trying to accomplish um i mean i guess they're just trying to send them a message like <laughs> like don't mess with us i don't know but uh russia's always got to always got to say something always got to like you know you know, say we're not going to take that. Like we see, we see you, and we're going to address it. We're going to do something that's going to piss you off. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just feel like Russia's like that that gritty hockey team. Like at the end of the game, like if like last night, like last night the Rangers were up six two. I feel like they Russia would be like that team that that starts fighting at the end of the game. You know what I'm talking about? The funny thing is that Russia never really kind of had that persona to them as as a as a hockey country because they the only reason like they used to beat up on usa all the time they were just so much more talented um just just like unequivocally uh just better than them and the only reason usa was able to beat them is because they kind of adopted that grind down style like dump the pumpkin uh meat and potatoes type of game and now I think Russians are kind of Russian hockey is kind of getting back to like uh, more of like a gritty style hockey. I mean, they're, they're still, they're very talented and their team takes on a very skill based kind of set, but they do, they do have a little bit of pop pop to their game. They are physical. Um, But I would say, I would say that it's in response to probably like the USA's kind of initial um, physical game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So with those allegations aside, we hope that Panarin comes back soon. We desperately need him. You know, this team is not the same without Panarin. And, you know, watching the games too, as fans, is not the same without Panarin. Seeing what he's able to do, passing, shooting, his IQ, everything. Yeah, he's... Yeah, yeah, he'll be back. I mean... People are saying two weeks. He he initially requested two weeks uh, as a leave. Um, we'll see how it goes. And then they said it could be anywhere from two to six weeks. But um, I'm thinking it's probably sooner rather than later. Uh, I mean, 
we don't really know much about what's going on where he is. He's probably staying in the country. Um, I don't think he would want to step foot in Russia right now. He'll probably get his head blown off. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess we'll see how it goes. Uh, like I said, first off, you got to keep your family safe. Do what you got to do. Um, and then hockey comes second. You know what I mean? Family first. And he's doing the right thing, getting all his affairs in order. And then he'll come back when he when it's uh, safe for him to do so. Um, but, yeah, we definitely need him. And you could see that against uh, – I mean, to be honest with you, the two games we had this week, we played really well. Um, Philly, yeah. Philly, we played well against. We literally had a – like you said, you tweeted it. What you tweet? I said we went we – Went the distance with Philly. Yeah, with Out a battered the, squad. With, yeah. Out with the banged up squad. We we went the distance. Meaning yeah. that they didn't score an empty net on us. It was a one goal game. It was four three and it was close the entire game pretty much. I I didn't expect it to be close. That game I, I really didn't. With Kako and Miller being out, which is our next topic, uh Kako and Miller being on the COVID list and how and well Truba. They, yeah, and well, Truba and Heedle, right? We're and all Heedle out them. And, and then Panarin. Panarin. Yeah. yeah, so we're out all those guys. I didn't expect them to to be able to keep up with the with the Flyers, considering how good they are and the fact that they're Stanley Cup contenders. But they proved me wrong, and they did it again last night, which which is which is great. I mean, Kako, Kako is was playing so well. He was a topic of he was the main topic of our of last week's episode. We jinxed them, bro. Yeah, literally after <laughs> recording the episode, after editing it, we put it out. I turned the TV on. Oh, Kako, Kapo Kako on the COVID list. Like, <laughs> really, man? Come on. Jeez. That's so funny. <laughs> no, but he it, it's it's kind of sad what happened to him. I mean, I don't know if he actually has COVID. I, I don't think he does. I think it might just be a precautionary measure. Um, Although because... Mark Pagliano did say that, you know, he wasn't on the ice. I think it was either him or Miller wasn't on the ice, you know, a day or two after when, when everyone was practicing after that, that game against. Uh, well, well, yeah, if he's on the COVID protocol, he's not going to be around the team. Yeah. No, like, but like it was a few days after, after he had gone on the list. They, okay. They tested immediately. Don't they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you got to just make sure that you don't, you don't eventually get it because just because you get tested, like, let's say, let's say he, he got exposed to someone that had it. Right. And the NHL was like, we don't want you playing because you might have contracted it. Right. So he would get tested that day probably, but that day probably won't show um, him getting it the day before. You know what I mean? It takes a couple days for the virus particles to kind of manifest themselves in you. So it would take a couple days and then after like the two, three days, when you start showing symptoms, that's maybe when you'll p- test positive. You know what I mean? So they're just probably keeping him out until they can make sure that he doesn't actually have it. Um, I mean, I don't know. He might he might have it. Like, I don't know with his situation. I don't think there has been much reported on it. But for his sake, I hope he doesn't have it because I don't want him to recover from that. <laughs> well, he's, hopefully, he's first of all, hopefully diabetic. he recovers from it. Yeah, he is. He's diabetic as well. So that adds another thing to it, but, um, it'll take a long recovery if, if he, if he does get it. Um, but it, it, like I said, it's sad for him to go out right now, especially because the tear he's been on. I mean, he hasn't been putting up points. No, no. like we said, but 
he's been doing a, a fantastic job. He's getting first line minutes. Um, but you know, I mean, this is dumb to say because he's he's the guy that should be moving up in the lineup. But at least like some of these other guys are really producing. Like Blackwell, uh, Brzezinski came in yesterday, put up a goal. Um, you know, like Gautier, yeah, Gautier scored a goal. Like, it, it's good to see like the game against the Flyers. You see our veterans come out. Kreider, three goals. Zabenajad, two assists. We needed those guys to break out. Um, we needed them to get their points on the board, and uh, with the absence of Panarin, and then today, I mean yesterday, um, we had all the young guys come in, and the guys that are bottom six players kind of come in and, and pot some goals for us, so it's looking good. I think we got some good depth going on, um, but yeah, losing losing Kako and Miller is, is not good news, and you even saw that, like, Fox is, like, the only competent defenseman we had against the Flyers. Yeah. Lindgren played well. I'm sure Lindgren played well, too. Uh, but, you know, Fox is always the competent defenseman. Yeah, Fox is Fox is by far. I just – I can't get over the fact it's like, who was it? It was Fox. Yep. No biggie. Not surprised at all. <laughs> He's really coming to his own. And I don't think he gets enough credit from He's the league. He's been like that since day one. Yeah, he has. He doesn't get enough credit from the league. I think he's very, extremely underrated. I don't but think people what? understand Let's how good he is. Let's keep it that way because I don't want him to like you know be suddenly overrated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's a Banajad. You get what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rangers fans hype. Although Meek is, it seems like he's coming back, like getting to where he he's been, but he hasn't scored on a breakaway this year, uh, <laughs> either in the shootout or or in during the game yeah i don't know i mean we could sit here and talk about Mika all day like we have in the past but yeah, yeah. um his game against the flyers was good with the two assists to Kreider. that was good they were clicking which 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 is a really good sign i mean not necessarily clicking he was just getting his rebounds <laughs> yeah but you're putting the shots on goal it is clicking it is clicking because he's he's got to be Kreider's got to be at the right place at the right time right yeah they have to read each other so yeah, I, I think it's clicking. But. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they've been playing well, and they got to keep it up, especially now that Panarin's out. So uh, they got to keep up their role. I think we we could get a nice little streak going. I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen with the goalie situation. Like after you get Georgiev, get that six-two win, do you put in? Do you put him in again next game? Shesterk has also been playing well, so it's an interesting question. Before it was like no, neither of the goalies was playing well, so Quinn was like, "All right, we're gonna go back and forth until one of these guys proves me wrong." Right. So we got a we got a we got a game tomorrow on Sunday. Right. Um, at twelve twelve o'clock. So we'll see who. I think I think it would be nice to switch up the goalies because it changes the game plan up for Boston. Maybe they study and they go back and review in that short time period and see uh, how how the Rangers – maybe it was the defense that, that, that kept them in check. The Rangers were extremely aggressive on the penalty kill, I noticed, last night. I know you didn't watch much of the game, mm-hmm. but they were pretty aggressive on, on, the, on the penalty kill. And you know what? That, that's not a bad idea. You know what? Our PK has looked, looked very good. Um, yeah, really. And that's, that's all credit to uh, – what's his name? Jacques. Uh, Jacques Martin. Jacques Martin. 
Um, I think he's done a great job. Um, I mean, I don't really know how much he's, I guess he is because he's, he's uh, in charge of that PK. So I guess he's the one to get the credit, um, but they looked good. They looked pretty sound. I mean, we never really had a kind of bad PK to be honest with you. I think our PK has always been kind of, Decent. It was iffy at times last year. Okay, yeah. Um, but that was just because we take a lot of dumb penalties. Right. And lots of too many men on the ice, lots of delayed games. And then the Lemuel, like a lot of the time, he'll take a, a, a stupid roughing penalty. And he knows it's stupid because he makes a reaction to it as soon as he goes to the box. I mean, that's another problem, staying disciplined. So you don't need to be in those PK situations is, is something we've struggled with all season. I mean – he took seven penalties against the Flyers. Like, are you kidding me? That's never going to work. You can't, you literally, you physically can't win a game if you take seven penalties in a game. There is no way. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Jack, every time Jack Johnson's on the ice, it's either going to be a goal against a shot that goes wide or uh, he's going to take a penalty. Dude, that's, that's 14 minutes on the penalty kill. Imagine being more than two, th- imagine being two thirds of a period on the penalty kill. That's insane. Right. That's, that's crazy. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. You can't win a hockey game like that. Opposition. What's up? That's momentum for the opposition. That's yeah. Crazy. That's exactly. That's a, that's all it is. That's that's not good. I um, mean, sometimes sometimes penalty kills don't get can really uh, spark up the squad. If right. Right. Penalty kill. Those make you feel so good. They're like, ah, these guys suck. Like I've I played in so many games. Like <laughs> like the. the, the like the other team tries to get in the zone, you just you take it and throw it down every single time. You're like, ha ha, like yeah, go back, skate 200 feet, loser. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's that's hilarious. Just... Nah, it's it's fun. I I like playing PK. PK is, is really fun. Even even when you're pinned in your own zone, it's good. Like it's a good challenge. You know what I mean? I think Booch Nevich likes doing the penalty kill. Dude, Booch. For some, he's the last player I would have ever thought would be good defensively on a PK. Because and, he's Russian? Well, just be, he, he just like he just looks like a lazy freaking like and happy. Yeah, he he doesn't look like a uh he doesn't really to be honest with you, I don't I haven't looked at his defensive game too much, but he doesn't seem like a very structured defensive like he doesn't look very structured to me in the defensive zone. Um, I don't think he's doing a nice no, job. No, but but he is though. That's the thing. He doesn't look it to me because I haven't paid attention. But looking at him on the penalty kill, he's done a fantastic job. He's been one of our best penalty killers all season. Last night he broke up uh, a pass from like the point and started a two on one with Zavanajad. Sends like a nice lead lead through saucer pass to Zavanajad, who tipped it on goal, almost went through the wickets of Rask. And it was at that moment that I said, change the owner of Mika Zibanejad on media <laughs> to, to Garask. <laughs> yep. Like, that was just a great play all around. Nice defensive poke check to break up the pass, NHL 21 style, which I hate <laughs> online play. All you assholes that, that like to hog the puck and just, you know, cross ice pass, ice tilt. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> Anyways, Dude. but. But Buchnevich was was doing really well last night, dude. If you ever play with me in NHL, you would you would actually like want to shoot me in the head. I'm not even lying to you. I'm I'm the master of cross creases. Every Literally time the I cross crease it, the goalie always stops it, and it's really? such BS. Because <laughs> then, because then I'll get like I'll get like five of them too. 
And, and it's just like, oh, what a great save. Well, to be honest with you, in NHL 21, they've kind of nerfed it a little bit. And it's they, they, they've worked on, like, the lateral movement of the goalies, I guess, a little bit. But I'm, I'm like, so there's, do you, know, do you know Freddie? So Freddie's on my hockey team. Okay. Me and Freddie, we're playing, I think I've said it before on the podcast, but we're playing a seven-game series of seven games. So in order to win one game of the seven-game series, you need to win a seven-game series. Gotcha. Okay, I just blew your mind. But, <laughs> but okay, so right now I'm up three to two in the, in the overall series. And I think if you tally up my goals, I think I've scored like less than 1% of my goals aren't cross creases. Less than 1% aren't cross creases. Yeah, it's retarded. And it, it, <laughs> what like, are those goals then? Are they like, do you shoot it past the goalie? Or like point shots, I guess. Just like, oh, okay. Yeah. But it's it's or, or breakaways. I have this one signature breakaway move that I always score on. Um, it's 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 literally that breakaway goal and the cross creases, and that's it. And the kid wants to break his controller every single time. It's mm-hmm. the funniest thing ever. Do you, do you do you watch the replays too? <laughs> oh no, I'm not. I'm not that much of a dude. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that. I was trying to do that to get into the opponent's head <laughs> yesterday. I was like, wait a minute. All right, I got the goal. I got this cross cross crease goal. It's one one. Let me uh, let me make them rage a little bit. It's just like in like this is what, what I do in Halo. It's like you know, if, if you're playing like zombies and you kill the guy, they'll keep coming at at you. If you right. tag them, you yeah. tag them, they'll come at you, and then you get more kills. And then you just keep doing it, and then I keep getting this. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, wait. I have a question. So, Panarin right now, fourteen games played, eighteen points. Okay. The 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 next. Um, on the point list is Stroman Booch tied for 13 points. Okay. Do you think that by the time Panarin comes back, he's still the leading point scorer on the Rangers? Yes. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not even going to debate that. Like, yes, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. I think for sure. He's still the, the thing because I, I think Kreider's got to get, I, I think, I think the depth guys are going to get his, get all the points actually. All right. Okay. I think Mika and Kreider and um, Lafreniere might pot in a couple points here and there. If Wait, Kopp- did you just say? Did you just say Kreider and Zibanejad are depth guys? Uh, maybe. Uh, no, they're not depth. No, 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 no. I'm saying like the guys that don't have as many points uh, as as Stroman. The guys that are lower down on the list are going to get more points to even it, even it out. You know what I mean? All right, that's fair. <laughs> All right, I, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. They were playing like depth players in the beginning of the year. <laughs> I mean, it is still the beginning of the year. But it's just crazy. You, the Rangers, did you realize that the Rangers were tied for last place yesterday before the game? They were Dude, tied I, for last place in the league. It doesn't even seem like that. That's, That's what crazy. I said. That's what I tweeted. I said it does. It feels far from it because of all the one-goal games in the, compet- in the competitive division. Like, it, it just – that blew my mind. I couldn't believe it. We're tied with Detroit for worst in the league. Well, nah, we're not. We're not, though. Like, you look at Detroit, six wins, 13 losses. I'm saying three o- losses. Okay, we have two more points than them right now. Yes. But they played them. They played, I'm saying. They played four more games than us, though. Yeah, but, but still, though, you shouldn't even be close to them. <laughs> 
I'm like giving them the benefit of the doubt. It's Detroit. They failed to get 20 wins last year. You shouldn't. You shouldn't even come like, like a, a 15 foot pole should be in the distance between them. We made the playoffs and they were, they got the fourth overall pick. <laughs> and they, they should have got the first properly. by like a like a long shot. They couldn't even tank properly. <laughs> oh my god! Damn the system Detroit. isn't broken. The, the Rangers got two two first round pick draft picks and uh, like top three picks in in two years. It's not broken. It's totally fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> I mean, let's see if we get a third. <laughs> I think I think they're changing it this year. No, how? I think so. No, they're not. No way. Why would they change it? <laughs> why would they change it? How would why? they do that to us? Yeah, why would they do that to us? Yeah, come on, Gary Bettman. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Drop a lottery ball. <laughs> wow, lottery. Oh, my gosh. Hang on. Let me look this up before we wrap up the show. Pierre LeBron, NHL considering changes to draft lottery system. And I don't have access to the athletics. So nice. I'm not paying $4 a month. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's like, I'll write my own article. I don't got readers. My own articles, yeah. It's called the Boys in Blue article. <laughs> All facts, no fiction. All facts, no printer. Potential changes. Why? Because the uh, Red Wings are going, um, going through a real rebuild. Uh, yeah, the Rangers were going through a real rebuild, too. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I, I don't care. I don't care. Make more trades. I don't care. What is that? Detroit whining? It's, it, it, this is, again, LeBron. This is an NBC Sports article. Again, LeBron could only confirm so much from Daily. Instead, he canvassed the league to make some educated guesses. To start, teams weren't happy that the terrible 2019 20 Detroit Red Wings fell to the fourth pick in the 2020 NHL draft. Why? Because the Red Wings are. Um, going through a real rebuild oh, oh my god oh my god they're going through a real rebuild as if they weren't winning for the past 25 30 years <laughs> jesus you can't take you can't take an extra five years of losing after 25 or so years of winning dude they went on like this it was their playoff streak was insane like you're calm down for, you're due for a few bad l- losses that's just yeah. history. that's how it works the rangers hadn't had first overall pick since uh, the 60s, since before our parents were born. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Dude, that's insane. Right? Like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. These people, oh, my God, they're going through a rebuild. Let's compensate them so they don't feel so bad. No. You got to suffer like we did. <laughs> Everyone's got to suffer. Shut up. To be honest, we didn't suffer too long. Yeah, because our GM is smart. We didn't have we didn't have whoever they uh, we didn't have uh, Ken. What's his name? I can't even. I don't even remember his last name. I can't. I can't think right now. But I mean, now they got Iserman. So hold now on. they have the Iser plan. The Iser plan. Yep. So it's fine. They'll be fine. Detroit's gonna be fine. They got Mark Stahl. You're gonna be fine. They got <laughs> they got Larkin and they got Manta. You know what? I was listening to. Stupid NBC. I was listening to the stupid NBC producers, announcers, whatever the heck. And 
they were talking about Boston. I think it was the uh, Lake Tahoe game, which was spectacular, by the way. Um, and they were like, watch that. Yeah, I stayed up and watched the uh, the one that got postponed with Colorado and Vegas. I had uh, in my other fantasy team, I had Flurry, so I was like rooting for them to win so badly, but they dropped the ball. Um, but um, what was I going to say? So I was listening to the NBC producers and their announcers. I keep saying producers. <laughs> and they were like, oh, like this Boston team is lacking on the defensive end. They need like maybe going into the trade deadline. They need a trade for like a like a Mark Stahl type of player or like Mark Stahl himself. And I was like, wait, 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 pause, pause, pause. I was like, they just got rid of Zidane Chara so that they wouldn't have a liability on their back end. Now they want older player making room for their younger guys, and now they want to go out and get Mark Stahl. Like, like, do you like, do you even know anything? (laughs) Hey, Tony D'Angelo is still available. (laughs) Give us, hmm, who do we want? We want Pasta. Give us Pasta. I'll take. I mean, like, I'll take him off your hands if you don't want him, right? Like, it's okay. I'll take him. You know, honestly, fair trade D'Angelo for Nick Ritchie. How about that? Oh, I hate Nick Ritchie. No, never, 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 never. That fat. Give me first that round picks for the fat, next ten years, and you got yourself a deal. Nah, 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 nah. Nick Ritchie, that he's like a fatty. I don't like him. I'm not fat <laughs> shaming him. I'm not fat. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just don't like him for some reason. I would take, dude. I like the brusque. Yeah. Let's let's do one of your trades, right? Like that that you that you proposed to me for fantasy. How about I how we give you a bag of pucks for Connor McDavid? I'm down. Like I'll do it. I'll give you I'll give you Clayton Keller, bro. Come on, he's heating up. Yeah, he's heating up. <laughs> if you don't know, uh, my team is stacked right now. I've got Goudreau, McDavid. I've got Brian Rust, Victor Dude. Olson. These guys Dude. are good in fantasy. Like they Just might wait not be on the biggest me. names, but they're potting points. Just wait on me, all right? Wait on me. I made two big trades. I got. I got. I can hear you from at the from the basement. Okay, you want you want to calm down because I have the most points in the league right now this week. So you it need to chill. Because you're one in four. Okay, I'm getting <laughs> there. All right, I needed some time to marinate my squad. I just traded for Brady Kachuk, and I just traded for Mitchell Marner. Okay, sir. So, just have some patience with me, and I'll <laughs> I'll be right there at the top of the standings. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Now that Karma's gonna bite me real, real hard. I feel it coming on this. Yeah, because you drop it's- literally every single player that that if if a player if a player doesn't score a goal in one game, you're like, ah, oh, this guy sucks. He's gone. He's gone. I haven't dropped a guy in weeks, honestly. You haven't. I've lost the same, except for the Nylander trade. I needed to trade him because I wanted Jordan Saul, and he ended up being not putting up points recently. No, I, I didn't get Jordan Stahl. Oh, you didn't get him. Someone else got him. Yeah. Oh. And they dropped well, him, I think. I did get a good defense. Samuel Gerrard's good. Yeah, but for Nylander, I don't know. Uh, do you have good draw? <laughs> you know, I have his jersey. That might count for something. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, his jersey is nice and all, but... Can't get me points on the stat sheet. <laughs> all right. All right. That was our, our, our little fantasy hockey guru chat. Yeah, we went, right. we went kind of off tangent, off the cuff there, but... You know, it, it was fun. Anyways, big win last night from the Rangers. 6-2 victory. The fans were back in. Like I said on the postgame reaction, if you missed that, the it was just a great win for the fans. That's literally the perfect game. It's almost like an opening night. Yeah. It was It was good for them. Good for them. Uh, good for them to see such a good 
all-around victory, a great effort from the team. I had to see some – I think they were giving out their sticks uh, at the end of the game for the three stars, which is really nice. I always like when Lundqvist did that. Yeah. Rip, Lundqvist. Dude, also, good to see him to- back. Yeah. Yeah, go – yeah, shout out to him. Just well, a month after open heart surgery, and he's already back on the ice. I mean, I would expect nothing else from the guy. Mm-hmm. Come on, like he—he's—he's he's one of the hardest workers in the in the whole world, bro. Like he's—he's he's an insane person, fantastic uh, character. So it's really, really awesome to see him back doing what he loves, um, and wish him the best going forward. And hopefully, he makes a. A decision about his future soon because we all want to see him back out there right all right so that's it from us time to wrap up the show you don't have to go home but you can't stay here <laughs> we'll see you guys next week hashtag free the bread man thanks everyone for tuning in stay tuned for more new york rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our instagram at the boys and blue 94 see you all next time you don't have to go home but you can't Stay here